A word to the wise. Formality has left the building. Giving you the answers to life's questions that even your best friends would be too shy to offer. This is Snyder On Call with Ann Snyder and Julie Snyder. No relation. No topic is off limits. And even when they don't have an answer, you'll get an answer. Now, here are Julie Snyder and Ann Snyder. Well, welcome to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we're here for women. We're here to laugh. We're here to get caught up. Oh, for sure. We are here because we think women don't laugh enough. We think women in particular are very hard on themselves. And so we created this podcast really for each other. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and our... <laughs> like a time capsule. And our 3,700 closest friends and listeners. So it has been a while since we've been on air, and, and a lot of people have been asking, what's going on? And I'm telling you, February just flew by. Well, yeah. I and mean, we really haven't been in studio since early January. So, I mean, that's probably... I'm talking like... Is eight, that eight weeks days? of nonsense that we could yuck it up about today. And as you walked into studio today, you said, I've got four episodes worth of Yeah, like, I mean, we, I could be here till midnight, quite frankly. And now we're in the madness of March, and we're getting ready for the showers of April. And we just have so, so much to get caught up on. But if you're a first-time listener... Welcome. Welcome. If you're a return listener, we appreciate your loyalty. Welcome back. And we apologize that it has taken us so long to get in studio. I mean, between the day job and the marriage and and being moms. Real lives. Yeah. I mean, if we could, if we could reprioritize like on the food pyramid, where would we be in? Where would this be? Tippy, tippy, tippy top. We would have Snyder on call. Every day. Eight days If this were my job, if I could pull a salary for doing this, I'd be happy. That's my golden parachute right there. Well, it's the vision. And we're holding on to it, aren't we, Ann? We should. Three years in. Three years in. Three long ones. We've got so much to talk about, so we're going to go right into session. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Oh, Lord Jesus. You can turn anything into a party. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. And, and it has been so long since we've been on air, but it, I never get bored going back and listening to all our previous podcasts. And this is podcast 26. Wow. We are up on the Podbean platform. Uh, we are thinking of migrating over to the Apple iTunes store, if you will. And if we would so any sponsors out there, <laughs> if you're looking for a bigger platform, if that's what's holding you back, let's talk. Well, I mean, it would still be. We're still going to go free, free download, oh, free yeah, content. I mean, I mean, we're we're nowhere near the 99 cent a download. No, could you imagine? We one of the things back in podcast 16 that I thought was so fun when I went back and listened is what I call best and worst. Mm-hmm. The best and worst thing you ate, you wore. And you did since we were last in studio. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the best and worst that you ate, Anne, since we have last been in studio. The best and worst since I ate. Well, I don't discriminate against any food group. Right, Um, right. I'm not huge on the seafood. But I have found a new love for, wait for it, brisket. Do you even know what that is? Brisket? Since we've been in studio, I've had... They have it at barbecue places yeah. now. But you used to make it, like, didn't you marinate uh, it and smoke it? Sounds like she it? cooks all day and yeah. she's labor-intensive. She's, she's a slow cooker. She's good, though. I had a brisket sandwich, and then, you know, weeks later, I had a pasta that had, like, some brisket in it. Pasta and brisket have yeah. never heard of. Well, it was, like, cubed brisket, and it had been cooked in, like, some kind of Chardonnay or Cabernet or something. I don't know. Did you have a, didn't you have a milestone birthday and I sure where did. did you go to eat for that? Where did I go to eat for that? Well, the day of my birthday, both my husband and love child were off. So we had a full day of merriment with a huge Mexican fiesta lunch. Ooh. And then for dinner, went out with my son had a sporting event he had to go to naturally. So my husband took him. I went to a friend's house and they had a big Italian feast. Then the following day, 
went to my parents' house for just your basic pizza and wings with cake and whatnot. But who cares? Well. I'm at the age now where I don't care. <sighs> I've, surrend- <laughs> I've surrendered. Now, what's the worst thing that you ate since we were last in studio? The worst thing I oh. <sighs> Why are people so into the tofu? Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's full disclosure. I feel like I have consistency issues. There are some things that I just don't like the consistency of. Oh, the and, texture. Yeah, like I'm tofu's on that list now. Like that's weird. I had like a tofu stuffed green pepper with it was stuffed with tofu and other vegetables. That's and a vegetarian. Stuff. It was yucky. Well, the thing about tofu is like the most neutral. It's like Switzerland. Is it like a sponge? Is it's it like just, a, it's well, not it's a meat? It's a not nothing. a cheese. It's it's a it's, nothing. Yeah, but, but the sauce or the Ugh. preparation. Well, around it is what makes it so good two thumbs away downtown well i'm sorry but i appreciate you trying well trying I like to to i'd like to try new things so the best thing that i ate oh, since we were last. so you leave the zip code so you really have like a culinary <laughs> super bowl at your fingertips like once or twice a week so there is a restaurant in naples florida called brick tops and it is part of this amazing outdoor shopping mall. I mean, I can't even call it a mall because there's like Gucci and Prada mm-hmm. and St. John, Lily Pulitzer, um, Dancing Waters. Oh, cripes. I'm trying to think what it is. Waterside Shops. Oh, That's the name of it. Genius. Look it up. Waterside Shops, Naples. And so you go to Brick Tops and there is this chicken dish mm. that is to die for. And I'm trying to think what is a chicken Piccata, Marsala, Malika. What's in it? It's like breaded chicken. Yeah. Flat, really flat. Piccata. And then there's a little bit of chopped tomatoes, fresh Parmesan. Mm-hmm. It's like in a panko crust. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I would get on a plane just for that food. And oh. one of the poodles is down there a lot, and she pines for it, wow. pines for it. It does come with pasta, but we change it to the steamed spinach. Christ. Delicious. Not me. Delish. Mm. So that's the best thing that I've eaten. The worst thing I have eaten since we were last on air was a piece, uh, actually, truth, a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> But it was the worst. I, I'm, I, powered, I, I powered through it, but it was awful. Well, I just don't know why. I keep, Even if I don't like it, I eat it. It was Irish soda bread, oh. and it was so dry. Yeah. It looks so cute, and once a year you buy it. It's at the, the grocery store that we go to, and it's so good, but it's so dry. And then you cut it, and it like gets all crumbly oh. and... I've given up butter. Mm. I eat the Olivia or Olivia or olive oil reconstituted. Mm. And I smear like eight tablespoons of that on my one slice of Irish soda bread. So just have the butter. So that is the worst thing that I ate. So crummy, literally. Well, let's take a break because I still want to find out about what you wore and what you did. Best Mm. and worst. And, And we have so many other things, too, to talk about. But we'll be... We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. And you are still listening to Snyder on Call. Thank you. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we're doing best and worst. And now we're talking about the best and worst thing that you wore. <laughs> so what's the best thing you wore since we were last on air, Annie? And I'm well, sure it was black. Well, I was just saying, in keeping <laughs> with my hard and fast law of always dressing in Johnny Cash couture, just black pants with a black top and a big chunky colored necklace. That's my happy place. All right. Or like... Like a you know a, like today I have my little Burberry pashmina like yeah that's super cute black is black like super cute all the different variations of that Burberry I have a yeah. pink one the, I like the blue too that like the Tiffany blue, blue is pretty. super cute that's like the best thing is just for me always black cause okay I'm living a lie I feel like if I create a strong black silhouette I'm gonna be 110 pounds if okay. I think it and believe it I can achieve it all right. 
The worst thing is, I guess, according to my love child, and this is a direct quote, every day when I drive him to school, I look like a gypsy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it could be pajama uh, uh, bottoms. Oh, this is that yeah. wait. Now, Anne's, <laughs> Anne's son's school is close enough it's to at the her corner house of the street that she fires up the old jalopy <laughs> and, and, like, without a stitch of makeup or no. even her work outfit. No. She takes that kid up, kicks him out. Then she goes home and prepares for the day. Yeah. It is like the it is it's, like Hollywood. That's sacred time because I know what? it's the I'm only home time. alone because nobody gone. bugging me. The yeah. kid and the husband are gone. I got a hot cup of coffee. That guess what? I can drink completely hot. It's so funny because I always call in like at about seven fifty five. Yeah, worst I, time of the day, by the way. I, but I take the call. Well, I don't ever refuse oh, you. Okay, I won't call you. <laughs> but we have a great. We always. I'm like, hey, are you on your way to work? Are you at work? No, no, I'm getting ready to get in the shower. I'm like, wow. So the school drop-off ensemble is your worst. Yeah, and I mean, it's there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's pajama bottoms with a sweatshirt. It's lounge pants with one of my pashminas, and (laughs) uh, you know, maybe a ski hat. Like it's it's carnival. Like (laughs) it's gypsies, tramps, and thieves. It's gypsies, tramps, and thieves, and it's it's three minutes to the corner and three minutes back. And then I do transformation. You then, do. Then call me Caitlin because I go into my I go into <laughs> my big closet and I pick out my favorite black pieces and I get her done. Thank God you've never had like an accident. Oh, that, or like that's, what, that's what my son said. He's like, "What if you got a flat tire? What if you ran out of gas? What if you got in an accident?" And I said, "Well, then they sure would get a show because like, don't think I'm putting my bra on for that trip at all." Well, oh, that yeah. that is hilarious. That's uh, that Gypsy. that takes me back to was a podcast 25 when i got the flat tire oh, yeah and you had slippers and I was on in my and, a, slippers. and a yoga pant sweet lord of love uh let me tell you about the best thing that i wore since we were last on air it was actually in florida and it was in the fitting room of a nordstrom oh, so you didn't even own it but you tried oh, it oh no on. it's been shipped to me in, oh, the, pro- no, in the proper size not right <laughs> so ted baker london is this I don't even know how I know what Ted Baker London is. And I, and I really didn't know until one of my poodle friends got into the retail business and opened a store, Red Siren, yeah. in upstate New York, getting ready to open second location, by the way. Really? And she has all these brands that I did not ever know, like Nicole Miller and Gretchen Scott and Ted Baker London. All the bigs. So Ted Baker has beautiful dresses and the sizing is one two three four or five mm. now that one being the smallest most petite yeah deluxe five teeny being, tiny five dancer being, we have to be politically correct and order two of these <laughs> well yeah but the nordstrom in naples didn't have anything in size five no but, kidding but they could get it from King of Prussia, PA. Yeah. <laughs> so, Shapers, creepers. so I wore in the fitting room this knockout one armed sleeveless with like a cape on the other side. I don't know how to describe it. Okay, so on the right side, it's a dress, it zippers up the back, it's a sleeveless dress. On the left side, there is no sleeve, it's just like a big poncho, poncho of fabric that goes all the way down your arm. And then it's like a big swoosh of fabric. So, <laughs> what you gonna do to that? Where are you gonna wear that? Like, what are you gonna to the ladies' lunch, the the women's foundation event um, coming up? I am busy. So it, I tried it on and I was like, "What color is this?" Hottest thing? pink you'd ever seen. Wow, with a big pearl so... pin, and they it ha- comes with the pin. Yeah. And they have in the Nordstrom's fitting rooms, which is another reason why. I mean. Due respect to Macy's, but I'm telling you, Nordstrom's is vying for my loyalty. Mm. They have shoes in the Nordstrom fitting room in every size, a pair of nude pumps that you can just try on with whatever you're trying on. Wow. So I put my dogs into a size 10 pump, neutral, and I started marching around in my pink dress. And I, the more I marched, the better I felt about it. What? Now, uh, it was a is it four. One? It was a four, so she a little snugger tea. 
So I call Poodle into dressing room where I do the catwalk up and down the long, <laughs> the long hallway in the fitting room. I can see it. To like the, it's yeah, to in the front three of me way. With the ridiculous poses and the fish <laughs> Exactly. Face. I can I, see I it. struck a pose. Right. And I said, All of a sudden, you Heidi Klum. <laughs> and I said to sales lady, I said, can you get this? Is it available in a five? And she said, I'm sure it is. Does the color wash out of her face? Like when you say a five? No, she said, she no, I it? think it's very, when people tell me it's very fashion forward, I, I, I buy them at their word. So mm. it was $295. Wow. No coupon. And wow. no, I do not. You must not. really like it. Well, I did not want to open a Nordstrom charge, but guess Since what they when? have? No, guess I'm not allowed. Remember, for uh, the marriage, I'm not mm. allowed. But guess what? They have at Nordstrom. You can open a Nordstrom debit card now, mm. and you can get these points. What? Wow. So I you have love a point structure. I know. So, and I got more to tell you about wow. Nordstrom and points. But anyway, that's the best thing I wore. The worst thing that I wore was when we had a Super Bowl party, and this goes back to Super Bowl, right. I had purchased uh, an Oscar de la Renta blue and white, I want to call it a beach cover-up uh, or lounge wear. A caftan. House coat. <laughs> <laughs> a moo-moo. I, I thought I'd wear that for the Super Bowl party. Well, How'd that go? I went downstairs as the doorbell rang, and Mr. Snyder took one look at me and said... Is that your bathrobe? He said... You're not going to wear that as people come in the door, are you? And I liked it, but it was not appropriate. So, ladies. Well, good for you for having the confidence to say, I know this is inappropriate. Well, I, I didn't know, know that. Well, well, my husband had it. How about him for the win? Jeepers. Yeah, I give, <laughs> I give Mr. Snyder a big shut up. But the point is, is that. So you don't think, like, the worst thing you've ever done is the other day when I saw you driving down the street when I was going in my office. You're in full work attire, but you've got, like, a, a head in 1950s <laughs> soft foam curlers in your hair. Like. You don't think that's bad at all? Well, the only thing bad about going to work with the foam curlers still in your hair. Behind the wheel of a car. Is the fact that, A, you might pull up beside someone important and they would be horrified and stricken. Right. And, it, and this is where the um, the unfortunate, unforeseen accident oh, also yeah. comes into play. Because like, when you get out of that car and you're like Gladys Kravitz <laughs> with like the full head of curlers. Or, heaven forbid, they had to take me in an ambulance that, and they'd be like, "There's a, we're bringing in a... A 50-some female head of curlers. Head injury. Oh, wait, no. Those are just her curlers. (laughs) That's not brain matter coming. Oh, wait, no. That's that's a piece of foam. No, but it was so good to see you, Anne. And I had to roll down the window and give a shout out. I mean, you go, you're screaming like, (laughs) But the woman you were with, she looked really stricken. She sure did. And then you go, you know her. You're friends with her on Facebook. I think you're friends with her on Facebook. I hope not, because I have no idea who she is. Well, that's good. Well, we'll be right back. We've gotten through what you ate, you wore, and we're getting ready for the best and worst that you did since we were last on air. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Snyder on call. How many of your people out there been hurt in some kind of love affair? And how many times do you swear that you never love again? How many long and sleepless nights? How many lies? How many fights? And why would you want to put yourself through all of that again? Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie. And Julie, before the break, we were talking about the best things that we ate, the worst things that we wore in that little segment. And we're winding that up with now the best and worst thing that we've done since we were last together in studio. So you're really looking at... Like a six to eight week window where you <laughs> where you got to cherry pick the best and worst. So why don't you go ahead and tell us like the best thing you did since we were together? And I'm sure it didn't include me, but well, the best. If thing- it did, it would have been so much better. I know. <laughs> the best thing that I did, I had uh, an opportunity to go and participate through work in a workshop that was actually being held in New York City around the opioid crisis. Wow. And it was for journalists. And I mean, these were the Of which you are not. Of which I am not. But I just had to sit in the back, show up, shut up, wear beige. And I was humble. Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Wa Post, 
a lot of regional papers, nice. in, including the Palm Beach County paper. And you had paper. to go. And I had to go. I, of course, stayed at the West End. Naturally. Sat quietly in the back. But the content of this seminar was spectacular. Yeah. And just covering this epidemic, all the different experts that the Pointer Institute, I think it's called, brought in. It was good. You know, we both work a lot of hours. And for a lot of years, we've worked. You and I are big believers of getting outside of our own zip codes to sort of refresh and get new information. Yeah, take the pulse on what's happening outside of our little post. The health plan that I work for is really committed to this issue, this disease. And we've sort of humbly learned about it, I would say, over the last five years. So that was really the best thing. And to make it even better, while I was there, I had time to both A, see my beautiful daughter, and B, go to Lord & Taylor. Well, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean there's one thing I've always no. celebrated about you is your multitask ability. I'm called a maximizer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I would never just go to New York for business, never. although it really was for business. But boy, oh boy, did I love it. That was really the best thing that I did. The worst thing that I did was take a flight at 8.45 at night on a Sunday, getting in at like 12.45, and then having to get back to work the next morning. Ooh, that's a hard and and it was the the weekend of daylight savings. So when I had to wake up that Monday morning at six thirty, which is really five thirty, uh-huh. having arrived at one AM yeah. to my bed. That's like four hours of sleep. I'm getting too old for that. Yeah. So those are my best and worst and and all that I I know as I come into what you're going to tell me you did, what I know that you did was you went to medieval times. And the real question is, is that your best or is that your worst? I mean, it's Sophie's choice, really. It's Sophie's choice. I mean, what? You posted that on Facebook, and I I was like, is this a joke? Apparently, medieval times is a cultural phenomenon, and apparently it's been around forever. And I guess, admittedly, maybe I've seen ads for it, because they have it in different cities, right? So I've seen ads for it, and I've been like, oh, geez, what the heck is that all about? Well, on a whim, there was a rare, rare occasion when it was a weekend and not one person in my little domicile had one thing on their calendar, which I think you can agree is a rarity. A rarity. So my husband said, we should take just like a little getaway weekend and why don't we shoot up to Toronto? Because it's very close to where we live. It's probably an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes up to Toronto. So, so this is the best thing you did was take a weekend I, and go to I Toronto. Think I'm going to leave this to the listeners <laughs> to decide best or worst. Well, the trip itself. Yeah. We, taking time Taking time. Family. I mean, we had a great, great time. So we went and we had, of course, gone to the aquarium. They have a spectacular aquarium there. And we had gone to a couple restaurants that we like. But one of the activities that we did <laughs> was go to the medieval times. Now... Of course, I got a coupon online. Cause it's neither medieval nor is it timely. <laughs> timely. So I, you know, I know one other person in my kind of circle of friends that has done this, and it's a guy, and he takes his family once a year, and he's a little kooky. So I figure, like, oh my god, like it's probably nutty, but the kid will like it, right? We go. It's on the grounds of the Canadian National Ex- is it Exhibition, whatever the CNE grounds. And we have our tickets, you know, that we printed off at home conveniently. Pause. What's that cost and what's it include? What it costs is with a coupon, three of us all in with parking, 125 bucks. And this Canadian. is Canadian. This is Canadian. With food. Canadian dollars. And this is what it includes parking, uh, a sit down meal oh. served to you. You know, it's like a soup, a salad, and then like a full meal and a dessert. And all your non-alcoholic drinks. So your sodas, coffee, tea, water. I'm starting to think that's a good staff retreat. (laughs) Great news. Full bar. It's $120 a person? No. For us, it was 120 total. Canadian, which is like now 90 bucks. Correct. Oh, my god. And I can even tell you, my kids' school, lo and behold, when they take their field trips to Toronto for the eighth graders, I think they build that in. Perfect. Imagine... Disney on Ice meets the rodeo, meets <laughs> Game of Thrones, meets Hogwarts convention. 
So you go in and you're in a building that is kind of fashioned to look like a castle. You go through a line and depending on your level of ticket purchase, you can get photo packages with the members of the royal family. You can get, you know, you're either you're either a prince or a pop. Well, right. You're either peasant or royalty. So you they put you in this huge arena, a smaller hockey arena, for lack of a better. And the inside of it is filled with dirt or sand. And that's where my allergies. I'm telling you right now, I'd lose it. You're sitting at like um, what I'm going to call classroom type long tables. So, you know, nobody's across from you. Everybody's okay. facing the arena. Okay. There are horses. There is a falcon show. There is a live joust. There is archery. There, There's a storyline. Like the king and his princess daughter oversee the whole thing. There's like a court jester type guy who... What are they feeding you? There was soup, which was delicious. Okay. There was a big salad which also really good now, mass, mass like produced but delicious buffet line or they, no. they serve it your section has a server who is in character the entire time and so funny and they bring hey, you cups out of job for us. big pewter cups with your drinks like a moscow and, mule yeah and you can eat with silverware but the bulk of the people in there are eating with their hands it's like you got you know it's like glorified dinner theater essentially and then you get Ha- like half of a roast chicken with vegetables, like potatoes and nice. vegetables. Some kind of fancy little butter tart for dessert. I Honestly, everybody in costume, everybody in character. And if my kid and my husband said once, they said a hundred times, wow, this is awesome. And I will even tell you, it was fun. It was really fun. And they have afterwards. You can meet all the knights and all the people. Well, I saw that picture of you with. Oh, like, well, I King had to take Arthur. the token picture with the red and yellow knight. Like I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know if I could go again. Best I would. Worst. I would go oh, again. You're so good. You guys are so good. Oh my, oh my god. god. You're like parents of the year compared to <laughs> me. I like give my kid an iPhone. Tell him I'll see him yeah. when he's eighteen. Go play in the corner. Um, much like you, the worst thing, my son and I had taken a day trip to Boston out in the morning and back at night oh, yeah. for some, some appointments we had. And everything was great, seamless, the whole day, yeah. until it came to the flight home. Logan Airport. Oh, my God. Logan Airport ru- running two hours Non-stop. behind schedule. was the last flight of the night, so it's do or die. And they're trying to get, you know, the full plane of people out of town. It's just, uh. So, and then right back at school and work the next day. Yeah. So, the travel woes. But that's, you know, that's the chance you take when you when you push it to the limit, when you yeah. live life to the fullest. Well, there you but go. we had a great trip. It was fun just to be him and I. Well, I love it. Well, it's so good, the best and worst. So, uh, ladies, this is a great conversation starter, by the way. If you're ever at an event sitting at a table and you got nothing to say to or the people around party. you, yeah. you just go right into best and worst, ate, wore, and did. And I mean, just sit back, get a glass of wine, and, and let the stories begin. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a refill on our coffee because we got a few more things to catch I, up on. Like I said, I could be here for another eight hours oh. and still not cover anything on my list. You're listening to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. We'll be right back. Would you want to put yourself through all of that again? Lovers pain, I hear you say. Lovers a cruel and bitter way of paying you back for all the faith you ever had in your brain. So, welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. And we've just finished our little shopping review. Wow. And I will say, Ann, one of the great things about being married is the ability for one spouse to take a trip and the other to stay home. And uh, with the staying home portion. Right. There's a task list. There's a task list and there's responsibility. And you and I both have dogs and you've recently observed something you wanted to share. Yeah. Unlike you, I have two dogs. You have one pretty, she's pretty low maintenance except when she escapes. But I have two dogs. I have bulldogs, Julie, an English and a French, and they're probably the best dogs we've ever had. Yeah, they're they, great dogs. Got a lot of personality. But I used to notice this growing up with my dad too. They had a Jack Russell like you do. But what is it with men, spouses, dads, brothers, boys, when they talk to the dogs? They use a different voice. They almost have like a role playing dialogue. <laughs> like they will ask the dog a question, like, Do you want to go outside? 
and then they will slip into their other character, which is, for any listener, the dog's voice. So, would you like to go outside? Yeah, yeah, I want to go outside. Let's go outside. It's like they, they're, they're doing a skit. A I don't even show. understand it. Like, I don't even understand it. It's a one-man show. It's a one-man <laughs> show. And, and my dad used to always do it. Like, he would always have conversation with the dog, <laughs> and the dog would answer back. And it, he would use his normal voice, and then the dog had a voice. And to this day, the dog, may she rest in peace, when I hear my dad use that voice, I'm like, oh, that's that's Jules. Oh. <laughs> it's, like, weird. And now I find my husband and my son are doing the same thing. The, the dog answer. Yeah, the production number every time. Well, when we purchased our dog, I went out of my way to commit to walking her three times a day. Part of my fitness regime. Yeah. Five years later, the primary dog walker is Mr. Snyder. Mm. It's a long walk in the morning while I am still Refresh in the my shower. my memory. Did he even <laughs> want the dog? He did not want the dog but he agreed to the dog because we have as you do an only child right so rather than have another baby let's get a dog get a dog and (laughs) so the dog has proven to be a great investment a companion but you're right the talking the talking the conversation the conversation i will say guilty and i and i'll tell our listeners you julie are guilty of this when when we talk to the dogs, we don't have a dog voice, but we have a dog like pitch. Like, <laughs> there's an elevation if you want to go outside. Like you, when you talk to your dog, it in, goes up an octave. It goes up about fifteen hundred octaves. <laughs> it goes up an octave. Like, well, they can yeah. hear better at that higher Alleg- register. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> But I just think it's a little weird. That's all. I just I wanted to note that because I think it's a common struggle that many of us have. Well, we love our dogs and they are great companions. And no disrespect to cats, especially with the advent of social media. All I do is watch those rescue dog videos. The poor dog in the water drain in Los Angeles and. (laughs) God. The poor neglected puppy under the highway whose paws are matted, and then they clean him up, and then they rescue. And he's rescue. a superstar, and he's loyal. Uh, or the dogs who, um, uh, the dogs at the airport greeting their soldier so coming home. I swear to God. I know. We love dogs. They are great for your soul. And yep. especially if you don't have a partner in your life, I do think that dogs are great. And no disrespect to the cats, but... Mm, I, I, there's it. something better about a dog, yeah. I think. A dog is a more social animal and actually gives you an opportunity yeah, I would to say, get out and about. I and, would say be careful. I feel like the Facebook page is going to explode now with all the kitty cat lovers. Oh, no. I mean, we, yeah. I grew up with a cat, but oh, I, yeah, sorry, I grew up with no, one. Sorry, but now my allergies don't permit. All right. Uh, the, go back to episode 24. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm bringing those cats back. Oh. Yeah. You have to set a date for that trip. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. I'd go right now. Oh my Give God. me my OJ gloves and a Claritin. I'm, th- I'm there. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. Leave you feeling just like a ghost. You never want to feel so sad and lost again. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. Well, Julie, we're just about wrapping up. I mean, I as usual, I got to jam seven days worth of laundry into one day. I got to run to the grocery. Like, what, what do you got coming up? Well, I'm going to run to church right after our studio time. And beg for forgiveness. <laughs> I mean, it is Lent. Then, of course, I'll go to the office. Naturally. And then I got to swing back by the grocery store. We might have a few people oh, over. Oh, you're nuts. Like, there, I remember when you and I went to the grocer not too long ago? Yeah. Grocery shopping with Julie is an experience unto itself. 
when we went to your little grocer here in the neighborhood, it is like when she shows up, they all bow down because Miss Julie in the house. No. Well, maybe you don't a shop bit. for like, when I go shopping, I spend like a hundred and a half. Yeah, and Anne I get goes, money. Anne, I get the groceries for, you know, seven to 10 days. Anne goes big box. Anne has list. Anne goes in. Strategery. Big for food. My food shopping. A little erratic, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> Like the rest she, of my we life. We go in and like she, first of all, she's on from the minute we we get to the parking lot. How you doing? Nodding, giving people the waves. She enters the store. I and really should run for office. You should. And this, and this is this is why because we go up and down the, the six little aisles of the store <laughs> with our little tiny. And cart. she's shopping like she's <laughs> robbing the store. Like she's, she gets this, she gets that, she gets this. She goes back and. I think that the guys who work at the meat counter. And it's a great meat counter. I think that they do rock, paper, scissors to see <laughs> who's got to deal with you. No. Because there's like this whole meat case full of beautiful steaks and chops and tenderloins and beautiful. roasts. And, and you're just barking and pointing and barking and pointing. And they had, oh, I know what made me like really just lose my mind. is You were having friends over for spaghetti and meatballs. Yes. And a salad and whatever. They had meatballs in this deli case, literally like the size of a softball. Yep. Like they were that big. Like that meatball probably was a pound of hamburger itself. Each meatball was probably like a pound. And it was kind of, you know, to keep it moist, it was in a sauce. Yep. So Miss Julie, she's got probably four to six people coming for dinner. So she's going to get four meatballs and then she's going to supplement with her own canned or jarred sauce and pretend, little... and pretend that she made these gigantic, <laughs> ridiculous meatballs herself. Hey, nobody needs to know. Oh, my God. And, she, like, you shop by meal. You go in, you're having dinner, <laughs> you buy the items for that dinner, and then you're done and you leave the store. Well, the next day you're having a luncheon. You go in, you buy what you need for that. I is can't the blessing. do it. This is the blessing and the curse. And I would say that working moms, working women – live two extreme lives. They're either like you where they go to the big box, they have everything mapped out. They've got a crock pot dinner yep. this night. Yep. They've got this that night. They're going to do leftovers this night. We're going to go out to eat this night. That's the vision. That's the, the where I want to get. Do you aspire to that? No, because well. I can't because my life is chaos. Right. So half the time, I'm not even home till 6.30 or 7. And you're stopping at the grocery <laughs> on the way home. I need three of those breaded chicken and breasts. And if little and Lord <laughs> Fauntleroy and Mr. haven't already eaten or soup gone, from a can. Gone, and gone and gotten a taco at the corner, I'm going to go ahead and whip up a quick fill in the blank. Sure. And you're right. All I, in your work clothes, wearing your pearls yeah. in an apron like Amen. June Cleaver. Amen. And you know what? I'm going to get whatever we need. Well, the way I shop is I get a dinner and breakfast. So when I hit that little store, and it is, it's like a little gourmet grocery store. Yeah. I mean, this isn't like the 20 aisles. Right. I go in, I get a, one vegetable or salad. You're right. I, I can just see myself. I get one You vegetable. meal plan from the walk from the car to the door of the store. <laughs> then I go back to the deli counter, marinated chicken breast. I need three slices of chicken breast, two pieces of salami. <laughs> And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> and four hard rolls. And then I'm gonna then I'm thinking about what am I gonna give that kid for breakfast? I go down the Pop Tart aisle yeah. or I get a bagel. I mean honestly. <laughs> one bagel. Yeah, I get, go over and pick me out one bagel. Yeah, she I get says. one because you know why? They're not they don't stay fresh. Then I go back down the other aisle. I might get a bag of chips for the kid. I might get a Stouffer's mac and cheese because he knows how to use the microwave. I hit the uh, bacon aisle. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a big aisle. That's I mean your bacon. You should buy bacon at Big Box because <laughs> <laughs> then I get a lot the of bacon, bacon going on here, and then uh, a gallon of skim milk, and uh, maybe a little Debbie on the way out. And you know what? <laughs> I've covered dinner and I've covered breakfast, and the kid eats a hot lunch, and the husband eats out, and I eat out, and I'll do that. For Four nights a week. Then a couple of nights a week, I'm out. So right. good luck. Fun for yourself. Enjoy the Greek diner. Healthy self. And uh, and then, you know, like tonight, getting back to tonight, because it is a Sunday. You're going to go I, big roast. You're going to go Smithfield turkey ham. breast. Yeah. I got a Smithfield ham. Nice. I'm going to make a cornbread. Uh, probably a green bean, and we're going to see if a couple of other families want to come over. How about it? And there you go. Man, probably put that ham in now, by the way. <laughs> You're going to have dinner in this century. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, anyway, so. It's an experience, I guess, with my lead-in is grocery shopping with Miss Julie. is like clothes shopping or anything oh. else. If she wants it, she gets it. Money is no object. Although you do fancy yourself a coupon clipper. I do. 
I do. And the the little grocer down here does not. It's funny, like extreme coupon, extreme couponing is not for your grocery list. It's for your like Macy's and Lord and Taylor. Yeah. Then you're extreme. That's where like... I go extreme here. It's just like if I have one and they don't do doublers. Oh, so. So Why it's, I don't get the thrill here. <laughs> but it was buy one, get one on the Etman softies. Wow. And that's what we're enjoying yeah. this morning. I mean, they're delicious. On our little tray. I'm going to post that, too. I don't know. I got a lot of visuals. Oh, my God. Well, let's go to break. But when we come back, speaking of our little tray, I want to talk about something I saw on the Today Show recently that's allegedly trending that I feel people stole from us because we've been doing it forever. All the time. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. You're listening to Snyder on Call. You could be walking down the street. You should get a chance to meet. But that same old smile you've been thinking of. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we were just talking about our Edmonds Donut Softies. And softy is what they will do to your stomach. <laughs> but it was buy one, get one. And as Ann and I came up to studio, we got that on our tray with our coffee and our creamer and our sugar. That nice coffee carafe from Mr. Coffee makes me very happy. And Ann's like do you know what this looks like? And I'm like, no. And she said, it looks like a hygie. No, it's not a hygie. hygie. It's huga. huga. It's, it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. And really, this is the art of enjoying life's simple pleasures. I saw a report on this on the Today Show, okay. to their credit. And basically, huga is the it's popular in Denmark and it's when um the Danish apparently every day is it Danish Denmark Danish the Denmarkians the I don't, Dutch no I don't, I, don't, Dutch. I don't even know but basically I don't think it's Dutch I think that's oh my gosh we sound real dumb I know but anyway in Denmark the art of Huga is enjoying life's simple pleasures setting aside time every single day to Huga it's putting on great socks and a great sweater or some, a nice wrap or blanket and fixing yourself. Think about like the high tea okay. or like a snack where you get a nice tray and maybe you use china cups and you get a little cookie or biscuit and you maybe light a candle. That's kind of critical to huga ing And you sit and you consciously make an effort and set aside time to do nothing. Oh, I'm I mean, I, That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's... The, it's the simple pleasures. It's Are you great, allowed to talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's is visiting. It, do you do it's, it by yourself? You can do it by yourself, but it's you, you should be encouraged to do it with friends. Oh, so I'm you all could in. play a card game or talk about a book or talk about anything, really. It's really Snyder on Call with a formal name. I love and it. And as I commented on your dainty little china cup with the bird on it, and you said, I love this cup. I said, that's part of hygging, and that's what kind of got us into it. But I, I would it. encourage people to Google that. It's H-Y-G-G-E. I Is it like a you, Pinterest-worthy situation? Um, Are people it, it pinning their, their hygas? Um, it is, and this really speaks, it's adapting huga as a lifestyle. Anything that requires simple pleasure just relishing in the simple pleasures a good cup of coffee a beautiful candle a pretty a pretty tray with a great coffee blend like your javalia coffee would be the star of our huga i love it um, and i think that that javalia coffee is from denmark and prob- seriously b- b- probably seriously. right just a great little tray of biscuits or cookies and sitting with friends and having it emphasis on like warmth like having a pashmina or a wrap and nice, you know, just nice surroundings. Like have a room or an area in your house in which you huga. Uh, we're all I'm in. just saying. I love it. In an effort to be international and mm-hmm. to be, you know, to be relevant. It refers to a form of everyday togetherness. A pleasant and highly valued everyday experience of safety, warmth, comfort, and appreciation. Well, I cannot. I mean, I we mean, couldn't have scripted this. We couldn't have scripted. I mean, uh, like reference better, on call. <laughs> how better to end this podcast? And we are at 
3,700 plus downloads. Who are you people? We, we're getting a lot of, a lot of people looking on the I Facebook page. I mean, there are some people from other zip codes and you and I say, do you know so-and-so? They liked our page. No idea, but welcome, hello, and thank we you. We love it. And we did get a great note from a listener in, was she in Boston or Long Island? Oh, Long Island. Remember? Yeah. And she wants to know if we could come over and do a lunch. I, I said, mean, what? Of course. Like, we, I, we're going on the road. Road trip. And I'm telling you, I really want to get that GoPro camera. And I think we load up in my big rig and we, we go take down to it. the Big Apple. We take it down there and we, we chronicle the whole bloody trip. And we've got some listeners in Long Island that we got listeners along the way. Party. I know because we've got the albany group oh my gosh maybe we take the amtrak and stop in each little depot oh and all our listeners will do an ollie ollie in free like i love we won't it. be stopping in batavia so if you're our listener come on <laughs> out to the Syracuse, train station destiny mall destiny mall we could do a lunch there if all someone right. wants to host a lunch and we also uh for future episodes we have a woman who has re-entered the dating scene. Wow. And she wants to come and just share her experience. Yes. We have another friend who has taken on a new career as a tour bus guide host. Oh my gosh. And she actually wants us to come uh with her as she takes her little another seniors. opportunity for the GoPro. <laughs> So we've got a lot of content. Ladies, the list is endless. I mean, the laughs are plentiful. Make the time. The coffee is hot. Take time. Get the huga in full practice. I mean, it's going to be a year of huga. Huga mashuga. Huga beluga. It's, it's huga palooza. That's what, that's what the kids say. Huga palooza in 2017. Oh, well, listen, thank you so much for listening. And please stay tuned. We will try to get back sooner than 90 days. Holy please. moly. We got to get through spring break. A few more road trips, I wow, hear. Yeah. A little SPF 800. <laughs> but we will be back in studio soon. And thank you so much for listening to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And please make it a great day. Cross